Welcome to Fridays at Work, and I believe this is episode eight, so thank you guys all very much for tuning in today, and we have a very fun show planned, and it's a very exciting show because two of the listen, or two of the hosts, Brennan and Nathaniel, are actually traveling to Europe in the month of August, so we have two themes, the month of August and Europe. Guys, are you ready for your European, well, Nate, you're going to live there, and Brennan's going on vacation there. Are you guys ready to take on Europe? Um, I can't speak for Nate as I'm just going there, like you said, for vacation, but no, I'm not ready at all. I leave in like 72 hours and I haven't packed. I've barely thought about it. Honestly, I don't know what my like flight logistics are because Riley has them and he's uh, missing an action at the moment. And he's also supposed to be coming yeah. with me, so we'll see what happens. Uh, hopefully we pull it together though in the next couple of hours. I got, or days, I guess. Um, I got high hopes for us, so. Nate, are you ready to go live in Europe? Um, well, I, uh, I need to figure out a, a way to have money, but, uh. Um, oh, yeah, that, that might be helpful. I am already, uh, packing and sorting through things, so. Well, Brennan is leaving, or is it two weeks, right? You're going to be on vacation? Yeah, 12 days. 12 days. So please follow our Facebook page, Fridays at Work. Uh, as well as our Twitter page, at Fridays at Work. And Brennan's vacation will be documented uh, on that, I'm sure of it. And when Nate moves over there, I'm sure there will be some documentation of that as well. But we're going to take a short break, and then we'll be right back, and we're going to talk a little bit more about the dangers and risks of the European vacation. Keep it here on Fridays at Work. Welcome back to episode eight of Fridays at Work, and it's a very important episode because Nate and Brennan are both traveling to Europe. So we decided, well, I decided, to look up some of the world's worst European travel disasters, and I'm going to read them, and Brennan and Nate are going to, I guess, rate one to five the chances that happens to them, or maybe your worry rate. Would you rather rate the chances of it happening or the rate of your worrying? Just how worried I am. Worried you are. Nate? Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll do worried. Okay. So I, I've been over to Europe, and I didn't experience basically any of these. But Bren's going to be there for 12 days, getting crazy. Nate's going to be there for an undisclosed period of time because he's abandoning America. So this could happen to you. Are you guys sure you want to hear these? Are you sure? Yeah, let's uh, up the risks, I guess. Okay. So... Number one, oh, where is it? Shoot. Hurricanes, tsunamis, and other natural disasters. What's the risk on those? Nah, I'm not too worried about natural disasters, to be honest. I'll be in, like, Amsterdam and England, and I've never heard of a hurricane in England. Though it might be rainy for some of the days, I'm not too worried about weather-related incidents. Nate? Could be a mega tsunami. Well, if... If there's a mega tsunami, at least I'm going out well on vacation. Because I don't think I'm surviving that here either. Nate, you have any worry about hurricanes, tsunamis, tornadoes, or any other natural disasters? No, the only thing I've ever heard of is maybe like an earthquake, uh, it, like around Italy. But that's... Well, um, that's volcano, it. maybe? Isn't that how Pompeii went down? Yeah, but that's not like Germany. There's... Yeah, well. Super volcano, maybe? Only natural disasters in Germany are their uh, soccer World Cup performances. Ha, 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 ha. Um, so what would you rate the risk on tsunami, tornado, volcano, earthquake? Oh, zero. 
I'm not that confident. I'm not that confident that it's going to be zero. I'd like to go with low risk. Low risk. Low risk. All right, we'll give you a one, one or two. Uh, on to number two here. Another massive vacation risk. Pirates. Have you guys seen the movie Captain Phillips? Pretty sure that wrecked Captain Phillips' vacation when the pirates boarded his ship. So, what's the what's the worry on pirates? I actually am fairly worried about pirates. One, I like kind of romanticize pirates. So if I saw any, I think I'd want to you... investigate a little bit too closely. And two, join up with them. Um, at, and yeah, maybe make them. They'll make me their captain. That'd be great. <laughs> Um, and then at this music festival that I'm going to, there's actually like a pirate-themed area, in which case I think the oh. risk of pirates is going to be pretty high. I'm pretty excited for yeah, that area, that... let me tell you, but yeah. um, I might get uh, washed away by some scallywags. Y- you should dress up as Captain Phillips, you know, just, <laughs> just, get, just get captured. Get all the pirates nervous, they're freaking out. <laughs> Wear a Tom Hanks mask. Yeah, Tom Hanks mask. Uh, Nate, are you worried about pirates in your time in Europe? Well, uh, I did actually come across a man dressed as a pirate at a bar in Berlin. Uh, there was no context for him having an eye patch or anything like that, but uh, he, he was a pirate. So I expect it at some point. I'm not too worried about it, though. They, yeah, they're friendly have... people. Could just be yeah, a puffy you, you... shirt situation. I'm not sure. That is true. It could be a puffy shirt situation, but it sounds like you guys both have some rapport with pirates. So while you are aware that they are, but I'm, I'm sure you both can handle them due to the, the rapport with the pirates. Um, here's a big one that I think will be probably a big risk for both of you guys. Scam artists. Oh, yeah. What, what are your thoughts on scam artists from Nate? Maybe they sell you a fake pack of cigs. How mad would you be? I don't know how it could be a fake pack of cigs unless it's like like tea in there <laughs> wouldn't that that would piss you off wouldn't it if you're like oh this guy's selling cigs on the street i'll buy some and then it's just tea how am i supposed to smoke this there's no tobacco and tea uh brennan you got any worry about scam artists uh i am actually particularly worried about this and not so much for myself but my travel companion has fallen prey to scam artists in the past um so my biggest fear is that i'm gonna have to be dealing with the hassle of someone else getting scammed and trying to go through all the legwork of trying to recover our items. Um, So I'm a little bit afraid of that. Not so much for myself. Uh, I generally am pretty uh, prudent on the kind of things I like to engage in, but I have some worries for my uh, companions. Yeah. I think the the rule of thumb is if a, a, a homely gentleman or lady approaches you on the street with an offer that's too good to be true, it's probably too good to be true. Um, go with your gut. Um, but yeah, that probably is a pretty big risk in Europe. Yeah. Well, they might be selling limitless pills on the street and then people might just buy them and lose all their money and the pill just never shows up. Or cigarette, cigarette packets full of tea. Yeah, exactly. Risk is endless. Either one. Uh, I would say it's more of like homeless people trying to get you to give them money in very strange ways like i had someone walk onto a train and hand out tissues and he tried to take money from us for giving us tissues and we just put the tissues aside if you get scammed by a homeless person i think you deserve to be um um to be scammed at that point if you're also going to be the homeless person trying to scam people handing out tissues that could be true nate becomes the scam artist at the end of the day could happen Got to make money some way, right? 
So here is the next one here is the, I think the thing is that is the biggest risk for both of you guys. Cause I have Nate, I've been to Europe with you and Brennan, I've been around you enough. Um, and your travel companions. The, what is the risk of getting really, really frighteningly lost? Is that pretty high? Uh, yeah, I think it is pretty high. And for me, it'll probably be in Amsterdam that I get lost. Uh, probably I feel like a lot of people lose themselves. Trying to in wander home. Yeah, trying to wander home or um, get back to our Airbnb or whatnot. Uh, I think there's some risk of that. It's a little bit mazy, windy, and turny. Um, I think when we're in England, we'll be like with some people who know the lay of the land, and then we'll be at a music festival. So if we get lost there, I think that's kind of a good thing. We're out in the middle of the field, anyways. Um, but in Amsterdam, I do anticipate uh, us walking in circles quite frequently and not being able to find our way back. Hopefully there is good Wi-Fi around so we can look at a map. Nate, you got any risk for this? I'm sure you do. No, I, I would actually say most European cities are pretty easy to navigate because they usually have a landmark to go off of. However, if I was Brennan, I would be very, very worried because uh, one of his travel companions, I, I do recall sprinting through the streets at two in the morning without a shirt on and flagging down cop cars. Yeah, it's, I mean, the beer situation, <laughs> when you're sober, you can basically figure out anything. But in Europe, they drink freely, and especially in Germany. I mean, you're nine beers in. We'll see how easy Europe is to navigate then, all right? And the other thing, Brennan, you mentioned it, is there's no Google Maps. It's not like you can pull your phone out unless you find Wi-Fi. So it's not that you're trying to find your way home. It's you're trying to find the Wi-Fi so you can get an idea of where to get home. So you're usually looking for a McDonald's or some type of coffee shop that is providing some Wi-Fi. So we put this one risk pretty high for both of you guys. Yeah, I think this risk is up there with pirates. I put it at like a three. Can't get too lost. Sober Nate is very confident in his ability to navigate, but I'm sure drunk Nate would be very fearful. Um, here's one. Nate, I think this might be a worry for you more than Brennan, because um, I know you've ridden on sketchy airlines before. Your airline folds or shuts down before you can get home. Wouldn't that be the worst? If Delta shuts down before I can get home in 12 days, the world's got bigger problems than me being trapped in Europe because that would be a problematic. That would be very problematic. Uh, Nate, what are you, are you, are you flying Malaysian airlines or whatever to get out there? I'm flying Norwegian air. And, uh, according to my tick or no, according to their website, my ticket originally came with no bags. So then I kept trying to purchase bags, but it wouldn't let me buy bags. Then I realized the ticket came with two bags. So I'm pretty worried they're going to shut down within the next seven days. Or your bags aren't making it. Yeah, that's true. Um, the biggest risk, I think, is combining the pirates with the airline. Plot twist, what if a pirate hijacks your plane? Mm, true. Yeah, that wouldn't yeah, be good either. lots of risks here. I don't want any hijacking. I don't, want any, I don't really want anything to go wrong with the like logistics of the travel. If it's like something goes wrong while I'm there and it's like in the middle of the day, fine. But like if it's on the commutes... I don't need that. Then again, though, if a pirate hijacks your plane, I mean, what they're probably going to do with it is use it as a ship in the water and you can join his crew. That's true. Positive. Or her crew. Silver lining. His or her crew. You get to become a pirate. You don't get to see your loved ones ever again, but hey, you're uh, a pirate. Jack Sparrow. Uh, might get to wear an eye patch, get a peg leg. That sounds nice. Uh, and the final one here, um, you're arrested for breaking a law. Risk pretty high there, boys. 
yeah, this risk is high. I'm not gonna. Yeah, I'm not. I'll I don't need it. to expound on that. I think this <laughs> risk is pretty high. Yeah. I mean, jaywalking. You might be. I, I feel like you're a risk of jaywalk. That's spitting. Apparently, is uh, illegal in some parts of Europe. Littering. They're all punishable by um, being um, arrested. So that would suck. Or as they call it, canning. Uh, Nate, you spit a lot. I can see you getting arrested for uh, spitting. I, I I have not heard of the spitting law. Definitely littering, though. That uh that does not fly. So when you get your, your cigarettes that are actually tea, tea bags, and you get so mad and you spike them, um, you could get arrested for that. It's fair. It's fair. But anyway, that is our list. Guys, after reading some of the, uh, the biggest risks to traveling abroad, are you still feeling confident about your vacations and new homeland? I'm feeling a... A little bit of both, to be honest. A little bit of a mixed emotions now that we've talked. I'm excited about the pirates. I'm a little yeah, bit afraid yeah, I was about say being you're very arrested. Excitable. So I'm a little torn here, but ultimately looking forward to it. Now the next step is just to get ready and go. Because I'm not ready. Nate? Nate, what about you? Yeah, I mean, I'm, uh, I'm still... I, I, this isn't my first rodeo in Europe, so I, I think I can handle it. Nice. Nate is confident. Brennan, a little less confident, but I'm sure once you figure out the logistics uh, and your travel companions get their crap together, it will um, ease in. So, uh, But we're going to take a short break, and we're going to be right back here on Fridays at Work. Like I mentioned at the top of the show, Brennan and Nate's uh, vacation and or staycation, well, staying over there, will be documented on the Facebook page and Twitter so follow us on Twitter at Fridays at Work as well on Facebook, Fridays at Work. I'm Drew Moldenauer. Alongside me, Brennan and Nathaniel Benke. We'll be right back after this. This is Fridays at Work, the podcast that is dedicated to bringing you all the great talking points that will happen at your office on Friday when work is a little bit below par because everyone's excited for the weekend. And... Uh, if you're listening, it is currently Friday, but it also is a new month. It's August. We're recording on July 31st, so um, August is right around the corner for us. It's going to be tomorrow, and right now, as you're listening, it is August. And August is always a sad month for me, personally, because it means basically the end of summer. Um, it's usually ungodly hot, but you get the state fair in there, so it's not all bad. But August, throughout the month of or excuse me, throughout history, has had some interesting events that happened. So what I'm going to do is read some things that happened in August throughout history, and Brennan and Nate are going to give their thoughts on it. Can you two handle that? I hope so. We'll see what happens. Nate? Oh, I'm in. I'm all in. All right, we'll start with Nate on this one. August 1st, 1838, slavery, slavery was abolished in Jamaica. After 300 years. Is that a big deal? Or just kind of, yeah. Yeah, I, I would say that's a pretty big deal for the, those who were set free in Jamaica. And as someone who's been to Jamaica, I'm, I'm really happy there's not slavery there anymore. Yeah, it was 300 years. 1509. 300 years. It ended in August. So point to August for being a good month. Um, here's a, a negative point for August here. Brennan, let's hear your thoughts on this one. On August 1st, 1944... Anne Frank penned her last entry into her diary. Three days later, her family was sent to the concentration camp, where she ended up dying a few months later. Uh, 
What are your thoughts on that? Not great. Yeah, no, that's not great. It's too bad for Anne and her family. But um, kind of top of mind, I'm going to be in Amsterdam looking at her house this weekend. So I'll have to be thinking of her last penned message in the diary. You can you can say that as a fact to people if anyone's wondering. Yeah, hey, I you, will be. You bet. This the is last August. note she wrote was three days ago in 1944. Yeah. And, so. and if you're ever at a Anne Frank party you could use that as a fun fran- fun fact i don't know if did they have nate you live in germany do they have Anne frank parties no and she wasn't even german <laughs> no they didn't oh all right i don't know uh nate here's another one august 2nd 1923 president warren g harding died suddenly in a hotel in san francisco while on a western speaking tour not a great look for august but what do you have to say about warren g harding passing um, I, I guess he passed. I, I don't know. I don't, I'm not very familiar with Warden G. Harding. Was uh, he the really fat one? No, that was Taft. I'm related to Taft. He, the guy who died in the tug? The tub? Tug. He, he didn't die in it. He just got stuck in it. No, I th- I'm pretty sure he died in the tub. They had to make a specially sized tub for him. For his dead body or for when he was alive? That's my kind of tub. Um... Is So Warren G. Harding, no relation to the tub or Taft, outside of the fact they were both presidents and they both died in office. Yes. Was Harding the one that was only president for a month, or was that once again Taft? No, I think that was another one. Jeez, why does everyone die? Stop dying. Well, we've had 45 of them. Yeah. So. All right. A lot um, of options. Uh, Brennan, Albert Einstein, on August 2nd, 1939, Albert Einstein wrote a letter to FDR... President Franklin Delano Roosevelt concerning the possibility of atomic weapons. Um, he said that they weren't great, I'll paraphrase, and it would destroy a lot of people. Um, six years later, on August 6, 1945, the United States dropped the bomb on Hiroshima. So a lot of nuclear action happening in August. What are your thoughts on that? Well, it sounds like Albert Einstein was right. It wasn't great, nope. and it destroyed a lot of people's lives. So he hit the mark right on the money right there. Yeah, not not great at all. Um, Nate, are you familiar with Louis Armstrong, jazz trumpet player? Actually, he was a astronaut who walked on the moon. No, I I thought that he cheated on the Tour de France. No. Oh, I think you're right. That's Lance. Or wait, Louis no, Armstrong he played he played for the Chicago Bulls in the '80s. No. Louis Armstrong, jazz trumpet player, was born in New Orleans on August fourth, nineteen sixty four. He's known for It's a Wonderful World and Hello, Dolly. And he was a hell of a trumpet player. Nate, what are your thoughts on that? Um, I see... Uh, no, that I, I, I was about to quote a different person who's not Louis Armstrong. I don't know. I, I, <laughs> Seems like you're not, a big, you're not a big Taft guy and you're not a big Louis Armstrong guy. No. And you're not a big Anne Frank guy. Jeez, what kind of person are you? <laughs> I am uh, I am a Louis Armstrong guy. August seventh, nineteen ninety, just five days after the Iraq, Iraqi invasion of Kuwait, President George Bush orders, ordered Desert Shield, a massive military buildup to prevent further Iraq, Iraqi advances. Brennan, yeah, that happened. Good for the William. Did it? I don't think it worked though. Did Desert Shield really... work? that well read on the 90s conflicts in the middle east to be honest but um i am a big fan of will or of george hw bush 
um, the dad, the older one, who just rides around in his wheelchair now. Yeah, and, and he grabs butts. That's his big. Well, thing. I'm not not as big a fan of that. But. No, no, I, I'm not saying that's. A, I'm not a fan of it, but that's his thing. He's what's he call himself? Um, he has a weird nickname for himself. I don't know, but yeah, he he just rides around and grabs butts nowadays, doesn't he? That's what the most recent news I've heard from him is being super old and grabbing some ass. Yeah, isn't he David he's, Copperfield? Yes, that's what he calls himself, <laughs> David Copperfield. Man, he's and he's really. I don't want to get old and creepy like that. No, yeah, he's a little woo out there. Yeah, yeah that's true. Uh, Nate, this was one that you might be ha- well not happy about, but know about. Elvis Presley was pronounced dead at the Memphis Baptist Hotel at 3:30 p.m. on August 16th, 1977. A likely story. You think he's still alive? We don't know. Well, he'd be. have to be like 90 now, or like 100. No, he'd be like 115. Well, he's probably not alive now. Then crazier yeah. things have happened. What did he die of? Cocaine? Didn't everyone die of cocaine in the 70s? It wasn't in the 60s? I thought you said it was no. in the 60s. Oh. 1977. Oh, uh, probably. Um, there's another one here. Uh, oh, August 18th, 1920. The 19th Amendment to the United States Constitution was ratified, granting women the right to vote. That's a big deal. Yeah, that's huge. Yeah. That was a great day for America. 1920? It took us that long? That sucks. Yeah? We're not very progressive. No, we are not. Ooh, Nate, here's one that you'll be... I'm not going to say excited about, but you might have thoughts on. August 19th, 1934, in Germany, uh, 89.9% of German voters approved granting Adolf Hitler additional powers, including the office of president. I'm sure there were some regrets amongst the German people. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's when he had someone uh, burn down the Reichstag building. Nice. That was in Munich, wasn't it? No. No. All right, well. That, that yeah, was the putsch. That was 10 years before. I wonder if there was like an exit survey like 20 years later for the voters, like 1954. Would you have changed your mind? Yes, no, maybe. Knowing what you say. know now. Yeah. <laughs> in hindsight... <laughs> birthday bill clinton 42nd u.s president was born in hope arkansas august 19th 1946 he was the first president elected who was not alive during world war ii he also played the saxophone and um had sex with one of his interns for people who don't know that um but we happy about oh, do people like bill clinton now because when he was sexually harassing the intern i don't think people were a fan but are people a fan of him now well, now you can be president and sexually harass whoever you want, apparently. That's true. Um, yeah. So it does seem like people are coming around to Bill Clinton. Um, I think people have really come around to Monica Lewinsky, though. She's, like, verified on yeah. Twitter now and, like, does She's speaking big engagements and stuff. Yeah. She was tweeting about National Intern Day, which I thought was kind of funny. Yeah, that's ironic. Yeah. Uh, Nate, any thoughts on Bill Clinton? I don't know that anyone really likes Bill Clinton. I do like the way he plays the saxophone, though. You guys ever seen him play the saxophone? He's pretty talented. Uh, Final one, August 31st, 1997. Princess Diana died at age 36 from um, internal injuries she suffered in a high-speed car crash, reportedly after being pursued by photographers. Um, Thoughts on Princess Diana? Is that for me? Yeah, it was for you. You live in Europe now, are going to be. You abandoned the United States, so what do you think about Princess Di? Big fan? 
Or she's dead, I guess. Would you have been a big fan? Well, I'm not really as uh, as obsessed with royalty as some people are. In in this country specifically. I, I don't know why the U.S. loves the the monarchy so much. But, I don't uh, get it either. Uh, no, I mean, it's a shame. She was a public figure. Died yeah. tragically. Left her two sons with their dad. Yeah, the dad seems like a dick. Who is it? Prince Charles? He seems like a huge dick. I'll just say it. If Prince Charles is listening, with all due respect, you seem like a huge dick. Um, Seems like he's been waiting for his mom to die for a long time. Yeah. And you can kind of just see it when he's making public appearances. A lot of pain behind those eyes. Um, But that was the last August 31st. What would you give August on a scale of A to F? What would you give it as a month after knowing what you know now? We had some good things. We had some bad things. What would you guys give it? Uh, pretty consistently like a D or an F. I don't like August. It's always usually too hot. It seems like now I'm looking back and like, oh my goodness, summer's over. The only real good thing about August is, well, this year, going on my trip, and then in general is going to the state fair. But otherwise, August, I'm not a big fan. Yeah. Football's kind of going to start, but not really. So, no, I'm not a big football, I'm not a big August fan. Nate, you got any thoughts on August, A to F? Uh, it's about a D. Yeah, I would agree with Brendan. It's uh, it, most of the things you said were not great. Yeah, so. no, there wasn't a lot of positives in here. Uh, I was gonna say, uh, oh yeah, th- that's not a good one. The Berlin Wall came into existence. Um, Hitler took. Oh yeah, this is yeah. I'm gonna give it D. The atomic bomb happened. Yeah, there's not a lot of positives in August. All right, well, August gets a D. If you guys disagree with us, please feel free to tweet or Facebook us. I'd love to get an argument about why you love August, and I will respond with, well, did you know that the United States nuked Japan in August? Oh, and Hitler took over. How do you feel about August now? Pretty good argument, wouldn't you say? Yeah, oh yeah. Yes, for sure. Well, that was actually our show. Uh, A little bit shorter than normal, but Brennan when this airs actually will be flying out to Europe. Nate's getting ready for his big move and I have a few different things going on. So we decided to go with the shorter shorter show for this week. And another announcement, we will be going on a little bit of a hiatus. I think at least two weeks until Brennan gets back. So check our Facebook page and Twitter page and we'll keep you posted on when we will be back. But thank you guys all very much for tuning in. All eight of our episodes are on SoundCloud and iTunes. So if you want to catch up over the weeks we're not airing new ones feel free to but other than that you guys all have a great weekend and we'll see you in a few weeks